0: In praise this morning, Hallelujah! hey You can be seated for a few minutes. We're gonna do some announcements real quick. We got some things that we gotta gotta go over. Amen. Listen, we've got the life's healing choices class that's coming up. It's a very small class. We can I think we can take five ladies and five men. And and what it is is it's it's all about controlling issues and things in life, right? We make bad decisions. There's things in life that that kind of lead up to that. And uh, so this is gonna be a, a Starting January the 4th, uh, 2021. Hallelujah. Y'all don't know how how happy I was to type 2021 finally. Jesus. But here's the thing. There is a QR code right next to it. Pick up your cell phone if you want to attend this and open your camera and put it over there. And there's your sign up. Okay? Don't come and tell me after church you want to go to it. You need to sign up. Here's why. It is a nine-week class. We are screening people if you say, I don't know if I can come, no. This is a nine-week class. Every week builds on every other week. And, and so if you can tell me you, you're going to commit to it and an accident happens, that's one thing. But if you can already say, I don't know if I can make it, no. Because we can only have limited space. So five women and five men. They're going to be on Mondays at 7. Uh, I think is the time. Where's she at? Do, 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 just verifying. Okay, she's not in here. 7 o'clock. And so... Use your camera. It'll pop over there. You just hit the button, and you'll sign up. Amen. So we have that going on. Uh, tonight at 4 o'clock, we're going to be outside having an outdoor Christmas party, church service, uh, for those people in town or anywhere else that don't go to church and they want to come. Honestly, a lot of it's going to be similar to this morning. Uh, it's just the fact that I, I run into a lot of people that don't go to church. I talked to a person the, uh, just yesterday. Their church is not opened in nine months. And so I invited them once again to come, you know. So uh, if you have some friends, invite them. Uh, Honestly, I've got quite a few people I've invited, and I've told them, hey, stop at Sonic first. Grab you a drink and something to eat and and come have church. Uh, Why? Because they don't go to church anyway. So, hey, if I can get them comfortable to sit out there, I can get them in here, amen. So that's going to be today at 4. But I do need a couple men that that can be here at about 2.30 to help me. So come see me after service because I I need – all we got to do is pull the dollies out and stuff like that. It it takes – with about three people, it's 10 minutes. You know, so I just I need some people uh, that can that can do that after service. So uh, there's other things in the bulletin you'll see about our service today and about Right Now Media. If you have not got your uh, received or signed up for Right Now Media, it has over 10,000 Bible study lessons, conferences, children's movies, documentaries. It's free. So all you have to do is is let me know that you want that. I send you an email link. You accept it and then everything's there. There's no strings attached. It's just something that uh, we're allowed to give away. Uh, to people online, people on our radio. I have people on our radio broadcasts I do weekly that they, they contact me about this. But sign up for it because there's a lot of really useful things in there to, to help you grow, and that's what it's about. It's to help you grow, help your family, help your friends. Because uh, if you've got friends that are going through things, I know people that they have a friend that's struggling with something, and they found a good video in Right Now Media about it, so we let them have access to it. So they, they're doing a Bible study on it. So there's a couple things that we've got there. So, uh, hey, there's things coming up. Keep watching because uh, it's, it's time to start scheduling some things out. Amen. It's time to start planning some things out. Uh, we're going to get ready here uh, to do our offering. I don't know if we got our, our boys out there or not. Uh, but so, listen, I want to thank everybody for their faithfulness in giving. I want to thank everybody that, that's continued to give. God has been faithful, God has, is just always amazing in everything that He does. You, okay. Yeah. I was just stalling. <laughs> We got our boys ready out there.
1: Amen. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Certainly <laughs> this is a, a season that 's representative of giving, and uh, you know when we think about giving that 's something that should certainly be a part of every christian 's life. Uh, As a matter of fact, we ought to err on the side of giving, amen? Amen. When it comes to making a choice as to whether you should give something or not, guess what? Go ahead and give it and see what God will do with it, and I I can assure you, you'll be blessed. If if you live to give, you'll never lack God's blessing, that's for sure. And uh, so we certainly want to encourage that during this time, uh, Christmas is a time of giving, and you know, we give gifts and to our family members and friends, and uh, <coughs> there's also other ways of giving, you know. Giving doesn't just have to be gifts. Giving can be sharing encouragement. Giving can be sharing your time to help people do things. There's so many different ways that you can give of yourself, and, and always remember that. The fact that it comes back to you is the reason you should give it, you know. Uh, What you sow, you reap. And and certainly that scripture is a principle that we all understand as Christians. So (coughs) most of the time when you talk about giving, though, people relate it to money. And certainly that's the time that we have now where we give into God's kingdom and many times we would like to give other ways we'd like to maybe help other people do god's work in other areas of the world and giving into god's kingdom on a weekly basis enables god's work to be spread across the globe so uh, part of tithing is certainly accomplishing god's work in the earth and so this morning uh, We're going to give into God's kingdom. You know, Jesus talked about uh, giving. And a lot of people say, well, you know, why do we talk about giving money and that kind of stuff? I can tell you the reason that that happens. If you read through the Bible and you read the parables of Jesus, 16 of the 38 parables talk about money or possessions and there's a reason for that and the reason is not that jesus wanted your money or that god wants you to give him what you got he's got more than you got i can assure you the reason for that is found in matthew 6:21, where it says where your treasure is there your heart will be also jesus doesn't want your money he wants your heart and he knows that if you're willing to give your money he's going to get your heart that way that that proves where your true uh allegiance is so think about that this morning as you're giving you know you're not you're not giving money into god's kingdom you're giving your heart because you worked for your money you know and What you have that you're giving is really part of you. And that's why Jesus uh, stressed that so much. So uh, today as you're giving, be thinking about that. Jesus is after your heart. God gave his son so that we could have eternal life. Let's give back into his kingdom so that others can experience that same thing. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. As we give this morning, and for those of you that are giving online, there's a. a, if you go to our website, you'll find a, a page on there where you can give. And also in the bulletins, again, there's a QR code that you can flash your camera on, and it'll take you directly to that page where you can give. So let's pray this morning as we give. Father, we're grateful again for this season that we celebrate the birth of your Savior of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and Lord, we're so thankful that we have the opportunity to give back into your kingdom. You, you've richly blessed us, even in the year 2020, when so many things, it seems like, have gone wrong. Lord, you've continued to bless our lives, and we're so thankful for that. And so we honor you by Obeying your command to give back into your kingdom. Again, being thankful for that, for the opportunity to worship you this way. Lord, as we, <coughs> excuse me, again celebrate the birth <coughs> of our Savior, Lord, we pray that your blessings would continue to fall upon us and that each and every person who honors you by giving would be blessed beyond measure. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we, we have our young men who are going to come and collect the offering. So come on forward, guys. One's going to go this way and one's going to go that way. All right. Y'all do it. Be blessed as you give this morning.
0: So listen, they're going to come around and re- receive that. If you're writing a check, make, just make it out to New Life or cash. Uh, but you can always go online and you do that kind of stuff as well. Amen. So, listen, you know, I love Christmas time, and I, and I was talking to, to the worship team. God has been just moving through the worship services. So amazing. And, and you know, the, the comment I kept telling them was, is I just don't want to sing jingle bells when I could be singing about Jesus. So we put a couple Christmas songs at the beginning so we could at least sing some Christmas songs. and But now we're going to sing about Jesus. Amen. Uh, I, I don't like to interrupt his worship for anything else. Uh, that's why we do announcements and we break things up the way we do because of that fact. Amen. So, listen, they're almost done. Let's go ahead and stand up and get ready to worship this morning. Father, we are here to worship you. We love you, Jesus. Just We turn our hearts towards you right now, God. and we, Our eyes are fixed upon you. Lord, I just pray that no hindrances would come against us today as we worship you. We love you, Jesus.
2: the sound of the symphony to my ears
3: is like holy water on my
0: is like holy You know, before the birth of Christ, man did not have that connection with God. Before the birth of Christ, once he came and stepped foot on this earth, on this planet, things started to change. It took 32 years to change, but it began. And you know what? As we sing this next song, I want you to think about it, that, that the people before that didn't have this. He would show up and do things. But the guarantee was not quite the way it is today because the Spirit of God lives inside of us. And because of forgiveness at all, we, we can have this. Amen. So
4: Feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, come on, one more time, come on. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. It's my life To do it. Been so so kind. No lie you won't tear down, coming after me Come on, sing it out with us There's no shadow you won't light up Mountain you won't climb up, coming after me yeah. There's no wall you won't kick down No lie you won't tear down, coming after me One more time, come on
2: no, no shadow you won't light up Mountain you won't
4: I deserve it.
2: beautiful so kind and lovely isn't he isn't he
0: Give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Come on, turn and give somebody a spiritual high five before you sit down this morning. Come on, y'all know what to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen, the children are going to stay in here with us today. Yeah, the children are staying in. Uh, we've got a little short video. We're gonna do. Nursery is open. I'm being told. Okay, I'm sitting here trying to. I'm like, yeah, I was never good at charades. Just saying, <laughs> I'm terrible. Even three and un- okay, I got that one. Three and that, I knew what that was. So we we talked in sign on the, the ship. Is it you know on. But people don't understand that either. You know, if I do this, y'all don't know what that is. That's six. That's one. That's six. Three, eight. Yeah, because you use one hand when you're talking across a ship on aircraft flight deck. So It's just in case the other hand gets stuck behind a plane, nobody can see it. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. Listen, we come today to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we have a short video that we want to show you, and I'm going to come up and share some words afterward. Amen. So, waiting for them to, awesome, y'all go ahead.
1: Christmas is not just a date on the calendar. It is the celebration of the event that set heaven to singing, an event that gave the stars of the night sky a new brilliance. 800 years before the birth of Christ, the prophet Isaiah declared, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. It was the promise of the coming of Christ and the light that was to dawn upon the world. It heralds the entrance of God into human history. It is heaven descending to earth. It is as though a trumpeter had taken his stand upon the turrets of time and announced to a despairing hopeless and frustrated world the coming of the Prince of Peace. The Hebrew prophets not only believed in God, but they worshipped God. They believed that God could be seen in nature. They believed that He had made the world. But all through the centuries, they seemed to have been saying, I wish that God would become personal. This is precisely what He did that first Christmas night. He became personal in Bethlehem. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. At a specific time and at a specific place, a specific person was born, and that person was God of very God, the Lord Jesus Christ. From the lips of Jesus came these words, The Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Like piercing trumpets, these words herald the breaking in of the divine into human history. What a wonderful and glorious hope we have because of that first Christmas. It is God's way to begin small. When he decided to redeem and save a world, it might be expected that he would rend the heavens and astonish the world with the terror of his majesty and the beauty of his love. But he did not. He started with a baby in a cow stable. He could scarcely have made a smaller beginning. Here in the dark cave... As a flickering torch casts high shadows of long-horned oxen On the rough-hewn logs, there is no sound But the munching of hay by the cattle In the midst lies the young mother Forgetting for the moment her discomfort For in her arms lies the babe, her baby boy About his face still plays the light of heaven From which he came Its unclouded purity still lingers in his eyes. Who would dream that he is the King of kings and Lord of lords? Who would imagine in Bethlehem that night that he would reach down the ages, overturning kingdoms and empires, changing the world? Cradled in the manger in Bethlehem were the hopes and dreams of a dying world, those chubby little hands that clasped the straw in his manger crib were soon to open blinded eyes, unstop deaf ears, and still the troubled seas. That cooing voice was soon to be lifted to command demons to depart, to teach men of the way, and to raise the dead. Those tiny feet were to take him to the sick and needy, and were finally to be pierced on Calvary's cross. That manger crib in remote Bethlehem became the link that bound a lost world to a loving God. Christmas is not a myth, not a tradition, not a dream. It is a glorious reality. From that manger came a man who not only taught us a new way of life, but brought us into a new relationship with our Creator. at Colombe. Jesus came into the world to save all kinds of people, rich or poor, black or white, educated or illiterate, sophisticated or ordinary, or anyone in between. Only two groups of people gathered at God's invitation to pay homage when he was born. One was the shepherds, lowly, at the bottom of the social ladder, uneducated, unsophisticated. The other was the wise men, intellectuals from another race and country, wealthy, respected. The two groups could hardly have been more different. God brought both groups to Bethlehem, one by an angelic announcement, one by the appearance of a miraculous star. And by bringing both, God was telling us that Jesus is the Savior for everyone. Every person stands in need of his forgiveness and new life. And every person can know it. If he or she only repents. And makes that journey. To the Christ of Christmas. No matter who you are in the eyes of others. You need Christ. And no matter what you have done. He loves you and stands ready to welcome you. His life began in the midst of persecution and peril. He came on a mission of love and mercy sent by the Father. An angel announced his conception and gave him his name. The heavenly host sang a glorious anthem at his birth. By the extraordinary star, the very heavens indicated his coming. He was the most illustrious child ever born, the holy child of Mary, the divine Son of God. Yet no sooner did he enter our world than Herod decreed his death and labored to accomplish it. Warned of God in a dream, Joseph fled Bethlehem at night, taking Mary and the baby Jesus to Egypt until Herod's death finally made it safe to return. As the suffering servant, he assumed a role of deep abasement. The son of the eternal father, he entered time and was made in the likeness of man. He assumed our human nature with all its infirmities and weakness and capacity for suffering. He came as a child of the poorest parents, His entire life was one long pathway of humiliation. Now he is in heaven, no longer limited by time and space. And someday he will come again, this time in glory, to take us to himself. Are you ready for that day when you will meet him face to face? Make sure this Christmas of your salvation. By repenting of your sins and asking Christ to come into your life and be your Savior and Lord forever.
0: You can clap. You know, today we come to celebrate Christmas. I titled this a triumphant entry. With a question mark. We, we see in the scriptures later on and, and where Jesus is, is coming in, right? He, he's coming into Jerusalem for the last time and they, they are, are worshiping him as a king now. And they're putting the palm fronds down. They're doing all that stuff. And we call that the triumphant entry which is where he would go and be betrayed and be beaten and then crucified and killed. Why do you think God would bring his son in this away and not consider this the triumphant entry? Because this was his entry into our space to be like us. I want to talk just a few minutes about that today. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and we know that. He was revealed that his birth was revealed to the wise men and both to the shepherds. And it's always, you know, as, as the video talked about it, it's always been amazing to me that he didn't come in in just a blaze of glory with a crown and a sword. And But that's the way I would have done it. <laughs> that's how most of you would have done it. This is mine. I created it. Bow down or else. Off with the head. I, right? It's. But he didn't, and, and, and he chose to come in this way, and my opinion in this is that he chose to come in this way because if he would have came in, came in as the king of glory that he is, we might have felt like we couldn't connect, right? How how uncomfortable is it for us to walk up to some of these famous people around us, to, to, to have a... An audience with the Queen of England, we would feel out of place because it's not normal to us. But here it is, the God that created the universe steps down out of heaven and becomes a man. Would we have connected with him? Would we have been able to connect with him the way God the Father wanted it to happen? And I say no. So I believe he showed himself to the, the lowliest of the people, the shepherds. They were dirty and stinky, and they were out into the fields, but they were at least paying attention. He showed himself to the wise men because they were paying attention. The religious leaders, if you study in the Word, you will find numerous prophecies about the city he will be born, the person he will be born to. There's all these things about him that the religious leaders of the day should have been paying attention for. But they were so wrapped up in their own religious ways that they missed it. They missed it. Do we get so wrapped up in our own life that we miss what Christ is doing on a daily basis? Have we even allowed Christmas to become such an idol that we have forgotten the Christ of Christmas? Listen, I've got a beautiful tree at my house. I've got lights on the front. I hope to add more lights next year as I continue to build it. I love every bit of it. But I will never remove Christ from Christmas. I will never put jingle bells in place of Jesus. Because that's what started all of this mess. But I want to talk to you just briefly today about, about something that God began to show me. As I begin to think about the triumphant entry, which we consider the Easter it's part of the story and his birth. I'm just going to have to share some of this with you as, as it goes. God so precisely scripted every piece of this. Every piece of this story in all history. Just, just think about this for a second. He told them exactly where he would be born. He told him all of these things. And as I I shared briefly on Wednesday, I'm going to start the story from here and I'm just going to have to bring it to you. I look at it this way. God looked down one day. Remember, God sees the end from the beginning. He sees everything at one time. It's just all there to him. And he looked down and he saw a people and... I'm going to just start with me. How's that? Can I use me today as an example? And he said, Richard's not a very good person. He doesn't know my son. There's no way I'm ever going to have a relationship with him. I'm going to have to send him to the lake, to the place called hell. I don't want to do that. I want a relationship with Richard. Let me think about what I've got to do. He sees the end from the beginning he started backing it up through time he brought it all the way back he said I know exactly what I've got to do oh but by the way it's also gonna save Mark and Sue and Janine and Mary and Matt yeah he went all the way through time He cares enough about you and me that he saw our lives and said, what do I need to do to make a way to forgive them of what they will do? Because at this point, he hadn't even created the world yet. (laughs) Think about this. Then he put it all into motion. He spoke the universe into existence. He made man in his image. He grew a tree that he told Eve not to eat of, knowing she would. (laughs) He left nothing out. He knew you while you were in your mother's womb. He knows the plans he has for you because he thoughts that he has for you before he even created the universe. Remember, Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. Why did Jesus need to be crucified before anything had ever been made, before the tree was made that Eve ate of? Because he was seeing the future, and he brought it all the way back into his present time and said, this is what I've got to do. Listen. Jesus was crucified before the foundations of the earth, before the first tree was ever grown, or before torture we call crucifixion had ever even been thought up. Look at this. That's why he sent Jesus, because he loves us. And do you think that God, that thought of everything so precisely, doesn't care for you? When you start putting it in that context, it changes things. When you start thinking about it, the fact that, that he found a way to be with you, he didn't have to. God is love. He had to find a way to forgive you. He had to find a way to be with you because God is love, and love is forgiveness, and it's kind, and it's patient. It's you see, how all this is just a big circle when you start seeing it, the, the way he put it in. God thought of every detail. And this thing has been in motion for what man thinks is six to 8,000 years. If you go into the evolution side of it, then it's been a billion years. I don't believe in the evolution side of it, but guess what? It's been a long time, a long time that he has been watching everything. Jesus' birth, as we celebrate it this year for Christmas, was one more piece, but it was the main piece. Just, just focus on that for a second. It was the main piece that my God put into place that in 1973, I would be born. And then a man in the military at about 21 years old, 20 years old, would come to find that son that he born, that he allowed to be crucified, all those things, guys. He has thought of every detail, and if we will just pay attention to what he's doing and not get so caught up in the things, he loves us that much. With all these things, you know, with Jesus coming as a a, a human being, he understands what it feels like to stub his toe. He doesn't understand what it feels like to hit his shins on a, a receiver hitch sticking out the back of a truck. But he does understand what it feels like to have a cat of nine tails rip his skin off his back. So I think he can relate. (laughs) See, we try to sometimes make excuses for it. That Well, he he doesn't understand. They didn't have this. And, oh, I guarantee you I can relate them together. You know why? God knew you were going to struggle with this. Listen, he knew the things that were going to be in your life. He put things in place to try to help us. But what do we do? I know better, I'm going to do it my way. I know better, I'm going to do it my way. I know better, I'm going to do it my way. And eventually it's, can I get some help? He's always been there trying to help us. His birth was the main piece of what we do. When we celebrate Christmas and we give gifts, the best gift you could ever hope for was given over 2,000 years ago. Today I offer you that gift. I offer you that gift. Will you accept it? Without it, you will not get the peace that you so need. You will never have happiness or fulfillment that you so need. It's all in one gift of Jesus Christ. The Scriptures puts it this way. Today I put the choice before you. Will you choose life or death? Choose life. It's A, choose life. Choose life. You always remember those instructors? You may hear this one again on the test. A is a good one on the test. A, choose life. Guys, listen. I I know that this is kind of a flip-flop of things, but I need you to think about Christ differently. As we walk through this world today that seems to be so (laughs) hopeless, we have hope. But you can't say, I have hope, if you don't have Jesus Christ. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. A football team, a track team, any, your job, it's waking up every day and doing it. It's not, I work there, I don't have to ever show up again. Every day, you make a choice when you wake up to say, I'm going to follow Christ today. Today, I want to be like Christ. Yeah, I've got a lot of junk in my life, but I want to be like Christ. And I know he's going to forgive me, and he's going to set me free of these things. But today is your choice. Will you accept that gift that started there in the birth, but ended on a cross, well, kind of, <laughs> because even the cross, death and hell couldn't hold him down? Why? Because he loves you that much and loves me. Just, Just think about the circle that it is. The Scripture is this one big circle about how God sees the end and the beginning and everything in between, everything in between. Today, I give you that choice. The Bible always says that with that choice comes blessings or cursings. Choose life. Choose Jesus. Choose Jesus. So listen, I want to give you an opportunity today. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you. Here in a minute, we're going to take communion together as a family. Go ahead and play. But I want to give you an opportunity first. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just want you to get up here real quick, and I want to pray with you today. Yes, I'm asking you to publicly come up here and do something. But if you won't publicly do it here, you won't do it in Walmart. You won't do it there. If you don't know Christ, I want to pray with you. Amen. Can we pray anyways? You know, I pray this prayer. You know, I prayed this prayer again laying in my bed last night. I pray it all the time. Heavenly Father, forgive me of what I've done. Wash me and cleanse me of all the sin that is in my life the things that you are not happy with, the things that I have done to push you away, the idols that I've created. And today I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I accept what he did on the cross, the life that he lived, and I accept that he rose from the dead. And today I accept that spirit inside me. Your spirit dwells inside me. And I can overcome this world because of you. I'm no longer bound by all the things that try to pull me away. Thank you for being my Lord and my Savior. And thank you for washing me and cleansing me through the blood of Jesus Christ. Guys, listen, I pray that prayer. Why? Because I'm not perfect. Sometimes I even add, forgive me the things I don't even realize I did why because I'm not perfect but you know what Jesus came into the world that we can be perfect through Christ I can be perfect I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me therefore I can be perfect because if I can't do all things and it's not all if perfect is not all things then I'm one day I'll get to stand with him in heaven and worship and we'll get to love him and see him for who he is amen So listen, we're going to get ready to do communion. We're going to bring them around, and we're going to give them to you. You, If you're not a member of this church, you you don't have to be. Uh, As far as what I see in in the Scriptures is they were all a part of the body of Christ. So what that means is is if you're a member of the body of Christ, you can receive. If you think your children are old enough to understand, then allow them to take it as well. Because I believe we need to teach, teach our children how to... How to have church and how to be the church. Amen. So the guys are going to go ahead and, and they'll, they'll give them out to you.
3: Guys.
0: So they'll pass them out, and we'll all take together. I tell you, one of the biggest headaches of this COVID-19 has been these cups. I hate these cups. I can't get them open, and I've got no fingernails. I want to go back to my normal cup, my normal bread, but this is a safer way of doing it. We keep these put up until we use them, and, and... just trying to be safe. Thank you. Everyone received that's wanting to partake. And you don't have to be a member of the church to do this. Just a member of the body of Christ is about all I see. And we could probably question that to a certain point because he hadn't been crucified and all that stuff, but we're not going to go legalistic on it. Hallelujah. done. Got hers open. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank you. Get yours. The Bible te- teaches us that at a part in the meal, Jesus took the bread He took the bread up and he broke the bread and he showed them. He said, this bread represents my body. My body will be broken for you. Along the way in the meal, he instructed them also that as often as you come together, take of the bread and the juice, do this in remembrance of me. So today we come to celebrate Christmas, which is his birth. But we're going to come together and also remember his life. Because it all starts somewhere. And for us, it started here on the earth. So as we partake of this bread today, I want you to remember that by his stripes, you are healed. By his broken body, you are healed. By partaking of the bread, it says that you are remembering that by his stripes, you are healed. And you are receiving that healing and that health. Amen. So let me pray, and then we're going to partake of the bread. Father, we thank you for the symbol that you have given us. As small as it may seem sometimes, let it never become small to us. This is a powerful symbol of your body. And today we as believers come together and we take this piece of bread that represents your body, that was broken for us, that we would have newness of life, eternal life, and we would have health and strength. So today we partake of this and I receive the health right now. In Jesus' name, let's eat the bread together. Actually, open pretty easy today. So now I'm concerned. At the end of the meal, he took the the cup. He said, "This cup, this juice represents my blood that will be spilled." You know, in all Jewish, the tradition of of uh, te- uh, not testaments. oh lost my word. What is it? covenant. That's it. I was like, man, what's my word? Yes. They always had a meal and they always shed blood. This blood represents the new covenant with all believers or the New Testament as well. That's why it's called that. So as we partake of this juice today, it represents the blood of Christ that was shed on a cross and it was put on the mercy seat as the offering, the sacrifice, the last one that ever had to be. Listen, People can can kill bulls and lambs and rams and put blood on stuff all they want. It doesn't need to be done again for you and me because of the blood of Christ. Amen. So as we partake of this juice today, we're accepting again the blood of Christ to wash over our lives, over our hearts, to renew us and forgive us. So let me pray, and then we're going to drink the juice. So, Father, we thank you for, again, this symbol. And, Lord, I say thank you for allowing Jesus to come and be born and to live and I say thank you for all that you allowed him to go through, dying for me, dying for all of us. But Lord, your plan was that he would rise again. And now he sits at the right hand of your throne. So today we partake of this juice. It represents the blood that he shed so many years ago. And we accept it once again as the blood for the sacrifice that forgives us of our sins, the last sacrifice needed. It washes us, forgives us, cleanses us, And allows us to have communion with you, Father. A relationship and one day to be able to walk straight up and say hi. (laughs) To stand there with you. So we partake of this today and we receive all of these things that come with the covenant and the blessings. In Jesus' name, strength of Jews. Guys, listen, this is such a small thing sometimes, but it is such a powerful thing. So don't forget Christ and Christmas this year. Don't forget Christ and Christmas this year, and hopefully you're being safe as you go and you do those things. We will have a service on Wednesday. Got an idea on something different to do on, but that's okay. I won't tell you. You just have to show up and see. Uh, be safe. Be careful on your travels. Wear your mask if you have to. We do have Christmas cards, for uh, one for each of the families out here. Uh, if you didn't get one, let us know because that means we don't have an address on you or something. That's You know, Unless you're visiting today, I don't have it on you yet. But either way, let us know. We have something for our visitors too. But that's how we make sure we have everything. And me and my wife are going to be in the back, and we're going to be handing out uh, a present, one per family as well. That's for everybody that's here, so just make sure you come by and see me and my wife. And Brother Chip has the uh, brother Pastor Chip. Y'all know that was Chip talking, right? Okay. Yeah, he did an awesome job. Uh, We have a red container right there. You can put your uh, trash in. And uh, we'll do that. So I'm. I'm gonna get ready to run to the back, so I can be back there with my wife, and we can hand that out. But listen, I love you. Stand up, and I'm gonna bless you, and then we can go and mange. Mange, yeah. yeah. I know a few French words. I know for Oh Jesus, De marigouin. So. Father, we thank you for all that you've done in this place, and today we come and celebrate you, Father. We celebrate the birth of Jesus, but Lord, I am thankful for your presence being here. I am thankful that your presence goes before us also, Lord, and it stays with us all the days of our lives. So, Lord, I speak that over the people today. As we leave this place, you have given us opportunities already predestined that we will have opportunities to share the goodness of your love and your mercy with people that don't know. Let us have the boldness through the Spirit to go do that. Protect us and let us be strong and healthy. And as we travel, protect our tires that they will stay on the road and that we will be free from this COVID virus and we will not leave Christ out of Christmas. And I say this all in Jesus' name. If you agree, say amen this morning. Amen. I got to run to the back and get ready to hand up.